welcome to Featured Picks on the holiest of Sundays. If you haven't heard, Jesus is King. Praise be. And Jesus is Lord. Sing to the power of the Lord, our God. Isn't that right? That's right, baby. It's a strong pivot here today. We've become uh, a full-on gospel podcast. <laughs> We're going to be starting off... Um... With the, the first chapter of the Bible today, we're going to start working through... Yeah, we're going to read every single word. Genesis 1-1. Um, Everybody, turn turn open your books here, please. We're the Psalms for if you. If you don't have one with you, uh, we do have a, an exclusive deal with the Bible app in the App Store. Uh, <laughs> make sure you use code FeetPicks uh, yes. for an exclusive flair on your app. Oh, yes. it's uh, This is a very exciting Sunday for all of us. It's been a long time coming. Uh, right. Jesus is King, the newest Kanye West album. Is finally out. You know, After many, many trials and tribulations and delays. You could say. We finally made it. Uh, and you know what? It's an even more special Sunday because we got Thomas Hoden's back with us. He's hey. Jesus. Oh, you know that's right. Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home. Uh, Good to be back, we, fellas. Yeah, before we start uh, easy talking, you want to uh, you want to tell us what you've been doing for the past couple weeks? Yeah. Uh, still in L.A., to no one's surprise. Well, actually, I'm pretty surprised I'm still here. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been working a lot. I got a job at Shaquille's, as uh, I think I mentioned in, in a past episode, for those of you keeping up. Um, I uh, When I started at Shaq's, everyone was like, oh, yeah, you're not ever going to see Shaq. Like, he's never going to be here. Like, just don't like don't expect to see him. You know, that's all. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't need to see him. You know, whatever. I'm not a huge Shaq fan. Uh, one lot. month later, boom, met him twice, two times. <laughs> one month later, I'm shaking his hand, his hand swallowing mine. <laughs> he, uh, it was, it was cool though. He, um, he came in for his, they're doing a documentary on his life, uh, from on TNT and they were mm. filming for his son's going away party. I don't really know what it was. Um, but man, when, uh, so, you know, it's a normal day. It was a Wednesday and it was kind of busy. And I knew as soon as Shaq got in, it was just going to be a madhouse. Like yeah. this is like, uh, people come to Shaquille's all the time. And every time all I hear is, yo, is the big man in today? And I'm like, you would know <laughs> if he was here. Like you could, you could see him from anywhere. He would be in sitting in his throne or at the DJ booth. Exactly. Know? Yeah. He'd be, he'd be spinning some tracks or you'd be seeing him walking around. Man's like a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, as soon as he walked in. And it was so funny because we're not allowed to tell people when he comes in or that he's like going to be there or whatever, obviously, because people start texting everyone, everyone would show up and we Come wouldn't, you know, you it'd be it. it'd be insane. I texted everyone, but they were all in Georgia, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> I uh, uh, As soon as he got in, it was so funny. It was like, it truly was like, like they were seeing Jesus for the first time. Like everyone <laughs> stood up from their tables Everyone like left their food, left left anything at the table. All swarmed the door. It was Incredible. it was madness. These people wanted to meet Shaq so bad, and he was really cool about it. He was like he was. He's kind of a he seems like kind of a weird dude, but he's really cool. But I just there are just so many thoughts that went through my head when I saw him because he's just so big. The first thing I thought was, man, you are never going to be able to hide ever in your life. There is not a disguise big enough or like concealed (laughs) enough to like make it so that people don't know who you are. People are always going to know who this man is. And he's not exactly hiding. No, (laughs) 
Shaq is everywhere. <laughs> He's the new Papa John. Imagine Shaq trying to play hide and seek. It's not going to work. <laughs> Hiding in the cupboards. He's too big. It's like that picture of him. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like him behind this skinny tree and he's like hiding from the paparazzi. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I picture when I picture him trying to hide from people. But, um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, he came in and, and, you know, he said, he said, what's up, man? When he walked by and I was like, what's up, Shaq? (laughs) What's up, Shaq? And then, and then, two weeks later, he came back in with Charles Barkley and two other guys from, uh, there is there's a show there's a sports show that goes on before the Lakers or before any, any NBA game. So it, was it Ernie and Kenny the Jet? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I love those guys. Ernie shook my. He's the nicest dude ever. Shook my hand. Was he's like excessively nice. He goes, "How's your day going?" I was like, "It's pretty good, Ernie. How's your day going?" He's like, "It's just going great." <laughs> but um, that was really cool because we got to so we got to go in and. Um, I didn't even know they were doing it, but they did the show in Shaq. So they like set up oh, the whole sick. thing with TNT and like the four of them sat up on the platform and I got paid $14.25 to just sit and watch the show. Um, it was really cool. Uh, I've really enjoyed working at Shaq's. If you're ever in LA, it's right next to the Staples Center. Come in. You'll see me. Tell them Tommy sent you. Tell them Tommy sent you. You won't get a discount, but <laughs> just let them know. Make sure to wear your favorite FeePix merch that hasn't been released yet that we keep talking about. The unreleased merch. We'll get it someday. I want a shirt so it's like, bad. It's, it's like Jesus is King. Really. <laughs> we keep delaying it, but you'll be happy once you get it. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's all part of the process. Um, but yeah, working at Shaq's been cool. Uh, I've been working a lot, actually. Just just trying to make that bread, you know? Just stacking money. Stacking Chad. But uh, but yeah, been working a lot, hanging out with the. It's it's. I'm either at my apartment, I'm at Ben's, or I am at work. Those are my three spots. <laughs> ben Winchell, famous actor from Max Steel. Yeah, famous famous Max Steel actor from like. We'll have to have we'll have to have him on at some point. You know, talk about the oh, yeah. Max Steel process. We got to get him on at some point. I'm sure he'd love to do it. That would just be a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> He would, that man is such a he's such an attention stealer. He he loves that. <laughs> yeah, he's a cloud chaser. Um, but yeah, that. other than he picks is the place to come for some cloud. Okay. I uh, I've been just skating around LA. Um, any any recent uh, tumbles off the skateboard? Yeah, actually. Okay, <laughs> the only time the only time I ever fall is when I have to ride this really crappy skateboard. So okay, there are three skateboards here. One of them I left with a friend. The other one was a longboard. And then there's just a regular skateboard. And the regular skateboard is so hard to ride because the sidewalks here, like I've talked about, are just so shitty. Um, mm-hmm. So I was at the, I was going to the train station to go to Ben's. And I was coming around this corner pretty fast, like a little too fast. And uh, um, I was going – so I don't know how to explain this. But basically there was like a planter. So there was like you know a tree and then like the soil and stuff like that. And then it goes yeah. around the sidewalk. Wheel got caught, flew right off my skateboard, and I skidded on the concrete. Like it was, it hurt. It really hurt. Like I had scrapes on my. I felt like a kid again. I was, and then the funniest part about it though was that I kind of just actually it was it was it was like something out of a movie. I fell, and these two skaters they both skated up to me. Like one reached out his hand, the other one grabbed my board, and he was like, "Yo, man, that was a nasty fall. Are you all right?" And I was like, "Yeah, bro." I'm, Yo, nasty spill, bro. Gnarly. I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm like, I'm <laughs> holding back tears." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they just skated away, and I kind of looked around, and like 
no one cared. Like, no, it was just like everyone just went about their lives. Skaters, the scourge of society. The scourge of society. Then I got asked if I was a famous skater on the train, and I said yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I've made a couple Snapchat videos for the boys if you're, in my day. If you're ever asked if you're a famous blank, the answer is always yes. Always. Why not? I'm never going to. things come of saying yes to that. Exactly. They get to go home and say, I saw a famous skater on the train today, and. You get to go. Those people that watched it happen are like, oh, what is he? what's his deal? Yeah, yeah, they're like, whoa, he's probably trying to like a like an ollie or something because you know, he's, he's. Yo, was that a kickflip? <laughs> just like do a kickflip. He just tried to, I think. But uh, but yeah, some skateboard tumbles, some uh, shack encounters. It's been a lot here in LA. There we go. Missing home. Can't wait to come home, see the boys and That's and my right. family. Secondaries. Eh, family comes second, you know. <laughs> we all know that. That's that's the FIFA's motto. His family comes second. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really all I got for my uh, my update right now. Life's good. There we go. Well, glad to have you back in the studio. It's been it's been far too long. Yeah, man, I've been working like a dog. That's that LA life, baby. It do be like that. The city will eat you up and spit you out. You know? <laughs> it really, really will. It really will. Oh, you know, uh, this is a pretty solid transition. I uh, skipped the Jesus is King service today so i could be here so wow it's very humbling for us yes i i can't say i would have done the same <laughs> <laughs> i think i probably, could, probably would have been there at 10 a.m it uh it is down the road for me at the forum going on right now it's 12 o'clock damn crazy wow. yeah man well there we go jesus right is king yeah so uh this it was it was a bit of a, a stressful thursday evening for us uh, oh my god um so originally right kanye tweets out he says jesus is king midnight tonight tweets out the track list midnight comes around lo and behold there is no jesus is king on thursday night we're shocked we're yeah we're color us surprised i thought for sure it was going to be like a week until he's, we got it. He's done it to us so many times, but we were still so ready to believe <sighs> that it was coming out on time. So the problem this time around, right, was he had the label tweeting about it. He was tweeting about it. Like, he was going on Kimmel. He did this interview with Zane Lowe. And everybody, like, I was like, there's surely there's no way that it's not ready at that point. It like, was the most, like, official release I feel like I've ever been a part of for Kanye so far. Like... Yeah. Everything was pointing towards it. Well, I guess, I don't know, the Yay and Kids See Ghosts ones were technically on time. They didn't hit streaming services until, like, the day after. But for, like, the listening parties, that was actually the night of release. Well, yeah, I mean, we at least got the, li- like, we got that to tide us over. Yeah. Something like that to tied us over this time. And exactly. we had to find, like, bootleg rips on Twitter for the next, like, ten hours to <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, but uh, we have it now. It was, I guess, about noon on Friday. Right around uh, noon. Yeah. yeah, it came out. About 12 hours late, you know. What yep. are you going to do? Classic. Um, but we have it now. 11 tracks, 27 minutes. Four seconds. One. 27 minutes and four seconds. It is a quick one. Uh, but I figured, you know, we can just go through this since it is so quick, kind of track by track, uh, and and we'll we'll break it down for you. We'll, we'll get into it. Uh, oh, and before before I forget, a little later on, we'll have a special guest, a, a local Kanye stand to join us as well to talk about uh, the IMAX movie and uh, the Zane Lowe interview. So stay tuned. I did want to hear about that. I don't know why people would think that we didn't go to the IMAX movie. Because we were there. Of course we went. 
And it was worth it. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's kick it off uh, with Every Hour featuring the Sunday Service Choir. Uh, every is... hour. Every minute. Every second. <laughs> yeah. So this one is like probably the most full-on gospel song because it straight up is just a full-on gospel yeah. song uh, out of the whole album. But it's an interesting way to kick it off with the with the Sunday Service it's Choir. Hyped. It's hyped. It's very hyped. It reminds me, uh, Josh, the other day we were listening to this in the car and Josh pulled up the Blues Brothers scene where they're in the, the black gospel church and they're like, everybody's kind of like going crazy and like jumping off the walls and stuff. And that's exactly what this reminds me of. It, it lined up pretty well No, oh, yeah, with no audio on the other video. But. A lot of energy on this one. Uh, the interesting thing is like it kind of starts off almost in like the middle of a verse it seems like like yeah, it's a pretty it, it, sharp it's, start it is just it's an aggressive intro there's no oh, fade yeah. in it just starts yeah and i think no, sorry go ahead oh I, I think the funny the funny thing about this album too is when i hear kanye start to rap i i'm like waiting for the curse words and stuff <laughs> <laughs> You kind of brace yourself waiting for it, but it just, it never comes. And you're like, yeah. what, uh, what's going on there? It's, it's a weird shift. It's a weird shift. Um, especially, you know, from somebody who was talking about Bleached Assholes two albums ago. But yeah, three albums. Three albums. Yeah, I guess, yeah, Kissy Ghost and yeah, and then, okay, yeah, three albums. That was the uh, that was the gospel album with swearing is what he called that <laughs> Pablo. So it was more of a hip hop album with gospel influences <laughs> yeah. than it was a yeah. gospel album um but yeah now so this is i guess so actually 808s was his first ever clean record yeah there are no swear words on 808s which no way here yeah because i literally i didn't even register that no too busy crying <laughs> too busy weeping to be crying every time but so people i feel like people were really worried when they heard that this was going to be like totally clean and and you know gospel focus but i was like we know he can make good clean music because of 808s like 808s is hailed as a great album and it's it's totally clean um but yeah there's not too much to say about every hour it's it's a solid intro it's one of the longer tracks on the album i think actually you know i will say i was listening to every hour on my way to work and i started to get stressed out i was like it just <laughs> it's like it just pumps it like it like forces you it like gets your blood pumping and like i was skating and like i was just like okay i, I gotta listen to something else right now like this is too much <laughs> like it was just too much to process for me in the moment because it was just it was really pumping me up but not in a healthy way tom's getting up another flower bed if he keeps listening to. <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's i love the the piano in the background of this mm -hmm. is so like manic how it kind of goes like up and down and up and down and up and down and how fast paced it is combined with the the choir yeah it really it gets the blood pumping it gets you it does and then uh as as it moves on to selah then which i think is one of the that's highlights a, that's a stand highlights that's a stand so track. good yeah so so again we don't listen to leaks right because that's bad for i would them. never talk about those but we have, you know, mutual friends who listened to some leaked songs from Yande, Yandi, and uh, Selah was one of them. We well, see, I would feel less bad about it if I knew that Yandi was ever going to be released. Right. So again, not I've well, listened to these. Not leaks. that you have listened. To um, them, of I don't even where where would I even find these leaks if I was to look for them? Uh, where would I, I don't even know. Where, There's so many of those leak websites. Where, How would which you know one would one? I? Which one would it be on? uh yeah so obviously the the leaked version is very different from the official version yes. especially lyrically um but 
I think this one actually significantly improved from the leaked version with that like hallelujah chorus mm-hmm. that starts kind of rising up in the background. It's very powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, it's it's so good. Uh and then like combined with just those heavy drums that come in and very um, some like Yeezus level drums. Oh like, yeah. Like, like skinhead type of drums. Oh yeah. That's what I was thinking too like the drum line kind of yeah. you know oh yeah it's it's good stuff um but this is like a very good hype track like it gets you really excited for the rest of the album oh yeah i don't know great track this this might be my favorite on, it's on a, there it's, it's a it's, front runner i think it was sure. my favorite i think yeah. it was my favorite it's it's close there's the one that is immediately after this might be my favorite currently it's it's been rotating a lot obviously since we've only had this for about 48 hours but uh uh, i guess we can go ahead and go into follow god after this which i i think just might be the most perfectly executed christian hip-hop song to ever exist uh the way like his flow is just so smooth Mm -hmm. and it just like it's just bar after bar after bar after bar is this this isn't the one with the the seatbelt sign no, audio. That right? would That's be a, um, that would be use this gospel. Use this gospel. Yeah. So follow God is the we can we can play a quick little snippet of it real quick. Yeah. Why a not? Refresher. There's a lot going on here. Stretch my hands to you. Life like this is what your life like. Try to live the life right. People really know you push your buttons like type right. This is like a movie, but it's really very lifelike. Every single night, right? Every single fight, right? I was looking at the grammar and I don't even like lights. I was screaming at my daddy, told me it ain't Christ like. I was screaming at the referee, just like Mike. Looking for a bright light. Seek what your life like. Riding on a white bike, feeling like a sight fight. So that was Follow God, uh, clocking in at what's the runtime for this bad boy? A cool. 145 a nice quick one uh that i think kind of leads me into one of my major yeah discrepancies about the album is that i love everything that i hear on it right it's what's there is really great and it's really well done but i need more considering there was a year delay for this album you know (laughs) like this song is really great, and I'm I'm always find myself like really getting into it, and then kind of as soon as I'm really vibing with it, then it just it kind of ends. Yeah, it ends pretty quick. It's a consistent theme through. Yeah, really. Yeah, but you know the album being shorter just lets us listen through it more times, <laughs> and I've been listening through it plenty <laughs> of times. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think like maybe. I I read somewhere that there was even a second verse to this song that he played during some of the uh, listening parties when he was doing the movie Mm -hmm. viewings in like Detroit and in New York and all that. Uh, And that's apparently been cut. Uh, So, and I've, there's also been some updates to the album already. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting. A few Uh, remixes. Yeah. I think follow God was one of them. That's been tweaked. Uh, Chakras, not chakras. Sorry. That's the name of the leak track that I have no idea. I haven't heard it. He's never listened to it. Uh, you are showing your hand, man. I'm talking about these leaks. <laughs> what, what I meant to say was use this gospel, which use is this gospel. It's not related. God. Not related to chakras at all. Was uh, it hands on the other one? I think so. Yeah, people were complaining a little bit about some of the mixing on this, uh, and there were definitely some areas where it was a little rough. But I, it was getting a lot of 
a lot of trash for it kind of right on release and i was I like it's not that it wasn't as bad it wasn't, as pablo was. i wouldn't say it was noticeable really unless no. you're looking specifically for it because pablo had some very similar issues on release pablo was re-released like seven times <laughs> with it went I got, with a whole new song. I got like some bundle or something. I, don't, I think I must have ordered something. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what it was. Maybe it was tickets or something. It was when we got the movie tickets. And I got this album like download code. And uh-huh. that took several months after the album came out to send to me. And that wasn't the final cut. Yes. Even that wasn't the final update for the album. And it was like three months at least after. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic that he's gonna just keep adding because I, I mean i bet he would over the course of pablo i mean it went from like 12 tracks to like 20 something oh god yeah it's it's because he even cut like um there were a couple song like really good songs that he cut like i don't think 30 hours or 30 hours maybe got like a whole new verse by the end of it mm-hmm. um wolves got really weird and like he changed it and then he changed it back he separated frank ocean's part into its own song <laughs> which is very strange <laughs> um but i don't know i'm sure we'll see some tweaks yeah. and updates to this we already have but there there will be more i'm hoping you know it's not great form to be you know releasing an album that's incomplete and then finishing it as you go but you know that's kanye for you that is kanye let me tell you as long as he's doing it i it's better than not i guess so hey, hey honestly i'm okay listen to what we got right now yeah right if he's got plans to do more later so be it I'll take it. I'll listen to it. I'm not going to not listen to it. I'll be happy it. with it. <laughs> um, so that brings us into maybe the most controversial song oh, yeah. on the album. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is Closed <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, Tom, what, what, are you, what, were you, what were your thoughts on Closed on Sunday? Dude, uh, honestly, I kind of like it. <laughs> like, I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, it's weird. It's weird to me that there's been so much controversy over him literally mentioning Chipotle. Uh, Chipotle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Chipotle. I want Chipotle so bad. I saw, I was watching an interview this morning with him and he was talking about how uh, people were pissed off that he wasn't like swearing anymore. And he was like, uh, I mentioned Chick-fil-A in a song. And suddenly the LGBTQ community is like, cancel Kanye, don't support his business. And he's like, yeah. I can't win. Like, I really can't. There's nothing yeah. I can do to like, uh, and, and then, he, and that's when he was like, I can't please everybody. So I'm going to do what I feel like I should do. And I thought that was really cool just because it's like, yeah, I mean, that is, as an artist, I feel like. Like, we'll literally never be able to please everyone because people <laughs> are so ready to be hateful towards him. Yeah, and, he, and he's already such a polarizing figure. I mean, he just right. uh, he. I think he realizes that, and he was like, you know what? If you're gonna hate it, you're gonna hate it. But this is what I feel like doing right now, and you know, yeah. I think that's what's cool about this. Maybe I want to say cautiously new era of Kanye of of the like religious revival in Kanye and like seeing mm-hmm. the effects that like God's had on him and like religion has had on him and all that. And um, that yeah. interview was it was it was Aunt, no. Yeah, Zane, Zane Lowe? Who is yeah. it? Yeah, Zane Lowe. That was the one that came out on Thursday afternoon. Zane it was Lowe. like the big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, radio. That interview was really cool. I I, I really enjoyed that. Out on the Kanye Ranch. Where we belong. <laughs> Bring us to the Kanye Ranch, please. Our, our Mecca. <laughs> Make a pilgrimage there. 
He said he's trying to start like his Yeezy headquarters there. The campus. Yeah, the Yeezy campus. That's so, cool. Uh, I'm trying to quit my job and yeah, toss in an application. However, I can get there. I think, you know. Just send him. Just send him the Feetpix logo and see if he likes it. I'll, I'll send him this episode when we're done with it. Yo, yay! Thoughts on this? <laughs> the best route is you get a viral tweet and you get you tag Kim in it, and she'll just show it to him. Yeah, exactly. That's how he. That's how he sees stuff. You get to Kanye through Kim. It's, it's oh, true. Yeah. She's the medium. But uh, so this this might be the most conflicting song for me on the album because. I really don't like the first half of it. <laughs> I think it's probably some of the corniest verses he's ever done. And Kanye is kind of known for doing some corny verses. You're my number one. <laughs> With the lemonade. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty rough. But the second half. I want to ask before you yeah. get into that. Uh, Lift Yourself or or this song? Like, do you, uh, Which one do you think is more like, ooh? Okay, so Lift Yourself, I love because of it was so related to the Drake beef. And that and it was it was all just kind of a jab at Drake, which, you know, we're, we're certified haters here. Yeah, so. at this point. We do not uh, stand. We do not stand Drake. So I kind of love that, that it's like, oh, you wanted this beat, Drake? All right, here you go. Here's me saying poop on it. but this one is just kind of like corny purely like there's no subtext to it or anything if you take out the you're my chick-fil-a number one with the lemonade i think the rest of it is okay yeah he's talking about like raising his kids like i'm fine like that doesn't really bother me i definitely understand the hate but at this point for me i don't care (laughs) josh is all in i think it's funny (laughs) and then he leads into the next part of the song, which is some of his best work ever. So best work ever. Some of that's what I said. That's high praise. Uh, it's so we the second half of the song is like totally different. Uh, and it gets into this kind of like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like this dark synthy mm-hmm. beat. And it's like these like rising lyrics from him. And like, it's, it's really cool, but it just sounds totally different from the first half. So I'm like, did you just kind of have two half songs that you were like, I don't want to throw these away, so I'm just going to put them into one? I think or... it's still close, and it's there's still the dark kind of elements at the beginning, like the lower sounding. Singing, yeah, but... I mean, it doesn't sound the same by any means. Like, thematically, I don't know. I feel like it's very different, too. But I don't know. Who are we to, to judge one of the greatest producers of all time? I will say on a on his you know debut gospel album, it makes sense to have a Chick Fil A reference in there. If you're making a gospel album in 2019, I guess Chick Fil A is probably going to sneak in there. Get the fan base going. Yeah. Um, but... I was just thinking like there's going to be so many just horrifyingly bad um, videos coming out from like Chick Fil A employees. <laughs> At like ten, <laughs> like ten thirty when they're closing, a lot of gonna, TikToks. There's gonna be a lot of TikToks coming around, just people like pouring lemonade and like oh. having a chicken sandwich. It's gonna be sad. I'm not ready for that. I'm ready for the parodies of those. The parodies that are gonna parodies. show up because those will be funny. We um, saw the song for the first time. Uh, Kim was taking some Instagram videos of some of like the initial premieres that he was doing, and I heard the snippet from the second half of this song. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear the final product of this. I was like, this could be like one of my favorite Kanye songs ever. 
And some of the lyrics came out before the album was released. So I was reading through the lyrics and I went to every single other song other than Closed on Sunday <laughs> to see if I could find that snippet because I was so convinced that it couldn't be Closed on Sunday. <laughs> and sure enough. And it was. <laughs> it was. So, um, you know, a little conflicted on that one. Time will tell, I guess, uh, where it ends up. But uh, that's that's closed on Sunday. <laughs> that's closed on Sunday. I just I love the second half of that song. It's very good. It's like just it's powerful. I got like goosebumps the first time I heard that snippet from the Insta story, and now yeah. I'm just kind of like I just don't know what to make <laughs> of it now. I still listen to it a lot. Yeah, I mean I haven't skipped it yet. So that's true. Uh, next we got. Uh, on God, which might be my favorite beat on the album, which was this was uh, the beat was actually made by Pierre Bourne. Yo, Pierre. Yeah, that, that Pierre. <laughs> that one's sick. Uh, no, this one's really, really cool. <laughs> it's got, yeah, this like really cool electronic synth going on in the background and like these really it's not like screeching, but it's like these like really like grandiose mm-hmm. and kind of like pushed to its limit. And then just the. It's on God is such a catchy chorus for this. I love it. <laughs> I just remember texting in the group chat and go, was that Pierre on the No Pierre. Did we just hear that right? Oh, we didn't talk about how Closed on Sunday ends. So Closed on Sunday ends. He clearly just had no idea how to end this song. So the end is just him going, Chick-fil-A! Just like Yeah, that's right. And then it like immediately goes. On God. So when, on my first listen, I was like, is this the same song? I had to like pull out my phone and be like, what, what am I listening to right now? But uh, it it goes in. Uh, and this one, this one is really good. This is probably tied for my number one right now. With the, on the, with the lemonade? With the lemonade. Uh, just wholesome family fun. Just, just fun for the whole family. That Speaking of. That's, that's very true, actually. Yeah. A lot of parents I've seen on Facebook the, posting about this album. The parents are vibing with Jesus is King. You know who I saw post about it was Clay Scroggins, who is our senior pastor at North Point yes. Church. <laughs> he was loving it. I saw so many tweets where it was like, youth group about to go wild this <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> like bailey was posting about it yeah uh, he, he loved the it's on site about yeah, the devil, yeah he loved uh, that lyric. one yeah that was good uh, i think that was from this that's from this song i think actually it's from on god i think i think so uh if i'm not mistaken i, I haven't quite locked down like I've, I'm still i've listened kinda, to it i'm still like kind of getting through the namings with like pairing right. it with like what i'm thinking of because i'm just like i'll just listen through the entire thing every time i haven't necessarily oh, like yeah. learned not, the like, just starting somewhere. quite as well yet but yeah, no, this one this one goes hard. It's, it's probably up there with Selah as as one of my top um my top tracks. Again, only two minutes and fifteen seconds though. So it's short but it's sweet. And then uh, after On God, it goes into Everything We Need. Uh which again, a mutual friend of mine. He he's told me that this might have been one of the, the songs that had leaked previously. I can't say for sure because I, I haven't yeah, listened to I it. I wouldn't know anything about that either. Uh, I think The Storm used to be called or oh. something like that. Uh, yeah, this this is might be my favorite sample on there. Uh, and some very heavy uh, gospel gospel vibes. Uh, this, from this one's one got fun sure. lyrics. We have everything we need. Yeah, so the old version of this used to mm-hmm. feature 
XXX Tentacion. Yeah, I'm glad that was cut. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He sounded like more like six, he sounded more like six nine than XX. He sounded a lot like six nine. I thought uh, it was six nine if I was to have heard it, which I haven't. As you may expect, his lyrical content was not quite uh, not quite Christian. <laughs> not very gospel. Not very gospel. Not I, don't very get, I don't think you could go digging through his archives and find anything that you could put on this. It's a lot of F-bombs. A lot of F-bombs floating around. Speaking of lyrical content, I don't know if we discussed this yet, but he had mentioned that he in some of his, if it, for any live performances that he does from here on out, um, that he's not going to be swearing or like doing any of his songs that have uh, any non-Christian content. So he's going to like either be rewriting them or skipping over a couple. We'll see how long that lasts for him. I can't imagine. I love it. It's going to make mean, it honest, onto a with, lot with of him. Playlists. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like kind of done touring with how much stuff he's doing. Uh, yeah. I mean, after that Zane Lowe interview, like he's doing like a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like. He seems like he's pretty content with not yeah. touring because, you know, he's got four kids now. Mm-hmm. He's got the wife. Kind of, yeah, he's settling down kind of into into dad life. He's working on like sustainable, like farming and like architecture, like hurricane proofing yeah. stuff. Like it's he's yeah, he's he's got a lot of easy ventures. Going all out. <laughs> a lot of, uh, he's, he's spread pretty thin, but he mentioned something. I mean, about I think he'll tour. tour for the album, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's, you know, him doing jesus king mm-hmm. then jesus walks and then a yep. couple of reworks from with like the sunday service choir that they've already been doing right right ultralight beam mm-hmm. um the fade remake yeah he did a fade remake and he did a flashing lights remake too yeah. which is pretty cool um but so that's it's i, I think mean, that's it, a, I think that's a pretty be. good concert it might track be the end of, of yeah. a certain era of kanye we got to see it we did got to, we got to see it one of my biggest regrets is not being in the pit for that Pablo tour. It haunts me. It's <laughs> how could we have known like five months earlier that that there'd be a floating levitating. That there was stage. a floating levitating stage. I mean, we were just like, all right, we're we have no jobs. Let's get the cheaper yeah. ticket. Yeah. That was a mistake. We should have gone in the hole. Yeah, charge that credit card. Run up a check. Um. Yeah. So up next, there is Water featuring Aunt Clemens. Uh, this one I think is. On this album, I think there's a lot for people to enjoy, even if they aren't Christians, mm-hmm. right? But this song, I I feel like might be one of those ones that would be pretty off-putting for somebody who is like pretty staunchly an atheist, just because it's like it's that one that goes, "Jesus, please save us, Jesus," you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of those are pretty much all of the lines, right? It's almost more like he's like saying a prayer or something as opposed to making a song. I mean, I still like it. I think the production of the chorus on this is is still some of my favorite. I saw Kevin Durant tweet, we are water today. Yes. We've been greeting a lot of people (laughs) with we are water. uh, Or or, or just Jesus is king. Yeah. Um, Good friend of the show, Matt Holiday. We were hanging out with him to go see the IMAX movie. And we're, you know, walking up to each other going, oh, greetings. We are water. We'll shake each other's (laughs) hands. Uh, (laughs) Jesus is Lord. Yes. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is king. Um yeah but this is uh again this was i guess this wasn't a leaked one but this was he played it at coachella yeah they they performed it at the coachella sunday service thing that they did and the runtime on that was like seven minutes mm-hmm. when they performed it on uh at coachella and now it's a cool 248 one of the longer tracks okay. yeah yeah I, I like the Ann clemens uh yeah. inclusion on a lot of these like he's, yeah he's good He's been helping like a ton with the Sunday service. He's all over the Sunday service, yeah. And after that, we got God Is, which 
Uh, this is another contender for number one for me. It's it's like uh, Selah, Follow God, and then God Is for me are, are probably my Give me like a, a lyric or a beat sound. We'll play you a little snippet real quick. It goes... <laughs> yeah, so there's your snippet of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a little yeah. bit of guys. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Yeah, that one is like so soulful. So that's, raw. That's one that's like, you know, you're by yourself. Maybe you get the volume up a lot. Maybe a tear forms. In Perhaps. Your like you get, you start getting a little misty eyed on that one. I mean, that's a that's a nice song. That one gives me the same kind of feeling as Ghost Town a little bit. Like just yeah, just like an anthem. Yeah, it, it just gives you that good feeling, no matter what oh, you're yeah. doing. Yeah. And you like, I love like, I mean. I probably would maybe prefer a cleaned up yelling vocal from him on mm-hmm. the end, but I kind of like the rawness of it. It feels more real for what he's saying. I do too. I like it. There there gets to be a point where it gets to be like a lot of rawness mm-hmm. on it, which I think is like a little too far. But, you know, there's like a, a little bit of a when when it's like a slight voice crack. I think it adds like a lot of that passion to it. Um, but no, this is like. This is a very powerful song, uh, and I like it a lot. And that, oh, that soul sample the, too. Uh, the, the intro is Ooh. very, very tasty. Mm-hmm. Very like you get this just like gates of heaven feeling, yeah, you know, like, oh, <laughs> like oh. you're walking up the stairway to heaven. Hello. This is the song that plays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh man, yeah, prove it wrong. Also, one of the longest songs on there, clocking in at three twenty-three. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, a full song you could say you could say it's a full fleshed out song yes um and then after that you got hands on featuring fred hammond which sounds like it should be featuring bonnie i thought Bear. it was bonnie Vare when i first heard it yeah i feel like which still would make sense because they work together and all of course bit, they just haven't recently unfortunately yeah. well besides that uh, discover weekly from a few weeks ago. of course uh take me to the light by francis and the lights that's right but um no, this one's this one's really cool. It's got those weird distorted vocals in the background, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like um, I don't really know how else to describe it. It's kind of like dreamy almost, yeah. like. But it's it's a, it's a cool one. Fred Hammond, yeah, sounds a lot like Bonnie Vare, and I don't know if I haven't listened to any of his other stuff. Um, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't like it if I like Bonnie Vare. <laughs> Actually, I'm a Fred Hammond fan. He's got a couple good, and they're all gospel. He's a gospel singer, obviously. Yeah, okay. Um, but his stuff's pretty good. Is it is it kind of in the same vein as his vocals on this, or was just that part of the production on here, kind of to make it fit the style? He he's usually a lot more like, like he yells a lot more. Mm-hmm. I would say in his songs, like it's kind of like get up like you know what i'm like it's like <laughs> yeah. some james some, brown some kirk franklin exactly. it's yeah. like a gospel james brown stuff so this was <laughs> this was a little bit different i'll say gotcha okay yeah <laughs> no. still good solid track uh and then after this is the much anticipated track use this gospel Oof. 
yes. which features Clips, which is Pusha T's old duo group. Uh, and hearing Pusha T on a gospel Christian song is very jarring. Because uh, I'm just waiting for him to start busting out cocaine bars. But he, uh, I think, he holds back. I think I found one on there. He makes a reference to He it. talks about having a trunk full of Barry Manilow's. And I did some Googling about Barry Manilow. And apparently he was arrested for crack cocaine possession. So I think <laughs> that might be what we're talking about. Probably. But it's he skirts around it. He doesn't say like right. bricks or... It's, yeah, it's not like a fool. He's, <laughs> he's not talking about being the, uh, the L. Ron Hubbard of the cover. <laughs> he's not, not quite going there. <laughs> the man's a wordsmith. Uh, and then it's also featuring Kenny G. I love the Kenny G bit on there. The Kenny G sax solo is killer. It's it's tasty. It's very good. Um, we love it. But I have to mention this, of course. Again, I've been informed that the leaked version of this titled Chakras that you shouldn't look up on your own because, again, and there's not there's form. not a clip of me singing. Respect the artist. <laughs> There's just, not, you won't just, find a clip of me singing the previous chorus. Oh, man. Um, but so in the original version of, of this, again, I've been told uh, <laughs> that there are some beefy drums that come in kind of similar to the Selah ones, but it's like a like dr- full drum line, like bass drum. And it's just going like boom, 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 boom throughout it. And it sounds so good. And I have no idea why. I mean, I, I've, I've heard that it sounds so good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, I, I am pretty confused as to why he took it out on this. I feel like it would be a much improved song because uh, it's pretty stripped down. Uh, this version is. Um, and I think, you know, if you got Pusha T on a song, he's just begging to be over the drums. So. That's true. I, I still enjoy the the new version no i like it a lot um i think it lines up more with how he i don't want to get too much into the imax right now but mm -hmm. when that song's played it's just him singing acapella and holding his son so i feel like that maybe is more of the vibe he was going for but true um still still a good song still a very good song we missed the the juicy bass drums though that's true I Kanye consistently has like the best drums in hip hop. 808s is probably the best example of that. Uh, specifically, Love Lockdown is maybe the best like drum yeah. entrance I've ever heard. Uh, when that like snare drum line comes in, oh, it's so good. Um, but you know, so I'm I'm always looking for more drums with Kanye. And there's like this, uh, there's like a beat switch up at the end where he does kind of bring in some drums after yeah. the sax solo, where I'm kind of like, I would have loved to have heard Push and, uh, and Clips over that, but, you know. Hey, I'm, I'm not Kanye, so. What do I know? <laughs> what do I know? Uh, and then it, it caps off with Jesus is Lord, the little outro track, which is beautiful. Oh, so good. And it's 40 seconds long. <laughs> so, so short. It, uh, it leaves a little bit to be desired in that apartment. Like, this one almost sounds like it's just a chorus that was just kind of taken. It's so good, though. It's really good. It's, <laughs> it's got so these good. great horns that come in. And, like, um, I, is the choir on this one a little bit? I don't know. I think it's just him singing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just him. Okay. And the horns. Yeah, and the horns. But, oh, man. It is. It's good. I want. I'd love an extended version. <laughs> but. Which we, we know exists. Yeah. Um. I mean, that just kind of brings me back to my point that my biggest flaw with this whole album is just like, I would love more mm-hmm. than what we got. Yeah. Uh, but again, what we got is great. I just need a little more. It's great. 
any closing thoughts on uh, on the album? I'll say it's interesting. I'm I'll be interested to see like a few months from now what Kanye's doing because it seems mm-hmm. like I believe that he's doing what he wants what he says he wants to do, which is kind of like just not rebrand, but just kind of change his lifestyle a little bit. And yeah, seems like he's trying to be more responsible and be a better role model, especially for his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm interested to see if he follows through, I guess is, is what I would say Yeah, uh, with like just kind of the whole persona in general. Uh, and, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here. I'm very interested to hear these clean versions of the songs and like, yeah, all those other things, you know? Yeah, it's. I think a lot of people are pretty skeptical uh, right now, just because of his bipolarness and his some of his tendencies to, you know, say something's gonna happen and then totally switch up on it. Um, I'd like to believe that he's, you know, gonna follow through with it, just because I feel like he just seems so much happier than normal, mm-hmm. and I think he's kind of found, you know, something that he can take a lot of pride in and feel really good about. And um, no, I'm so I, I think he will at least for the foreseeable future, unless there's some sort of drastic change that happens. So there it is. Jesus is King. Uh, the the Kanye West first gospel album. Very exciting stuff. Amazing. Man, I really wish we had a applause track. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a little stock sound bite in there. Someday. I love those. <laughs> That's that's the our final frontier is like a soundboard that we can have that, to like put down. Oh, that would again. I think that we would just abuse the hell out of it. Is It'd the be, problem. You'd have to keep it away from me. I yeah. know that. Yeah, you'd be so, playing hot and fast with the soundboard. I already, I already use my own, so <laughs> you make your own sound effects. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, I guess now we'll we'll hand it off here, and we'll say hey to uh, our special guest Avery Falls to talk about his thoughts on the album. And uh, our our IMAX experience. Everyone, welcome uh, Avery Fallis. <laughs> he trying to please try. He's to play. trying to play. It's not coming he's through. He's trying to play some some applause. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Got his ass. All right, so here we are with resident uh, Alfreda, Georgia, Kanye West expert Avery Falls, longtime friend of the show. Thanks for joining us. Longtime listener, longtime fan. Like you said, I'm Avery, and I am a Kanye West fan. Stan, even, you could say. I am a Kanye West stan. Let's <laughs> Self-proclaimed Kanye West stan. You heard it here first. Um, so we got Thomas's take on the album. Got a little bit of our takes on the album. Uh, what are what are your, some of your thoughts? You've, you've given us a little bit of insight, yes. but uh, I'm sure our listeners well, will love to know. The long-anticipated Jesus is King finally dropped, I'm sure. You know, we made it through days of <laughs> torture. Brad weeks, was months, even on the edge. I think that I, I was getting pretty. Uh, spirits were very low and, Thursday night. And I will be honest, the first listen, I was kind of still just so annoyed with the rollout process. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I can listen to this worship music right now. Yeah, not sitting right. I'm still mad at Kanye, but I will say, this album is a powerful album. Mm-hmm. Um. A very, very interesting look at Kanye um, in this present moment. Yeah. It's not even really what I was expecting. Um, Obviously, we'd known a Christian album, Jesus is King, was coming. Um, 
And if you're as big a stands as us, we've been keeping up with all these listening parties. Oh, yes. And the, the leaks. The allegedly. Leaks. Allegedly. Again. When people sneak their phones out of locked pouches. To, right. Uh, we have no experience doing that. Of course not. No. We didn't do that during any sort of Kendrick Lamar yeah. performance. Uh, we we don't listen to leaks. We wouldn't do that. That form. Yeah. You know. But again, we have mutual friends who have told us about these leaks. Right. Yes. Um, Make that clear. There had been information. <laughs> Anyways. Um, this album, I would say, not what I was expecting, and therefore, the initial reaction was probably, hmm, maybe disappointed. Yeah. There are obvious standouts that cannot be disappointing. Mm-hmm. For example, a song called Selah. Oh, yes. Um, which... Instant classic. Yes. The drums, the passion in Kanye's voice on that song. Oh, yeah. Um, when he... The last song before the huge drum part and then into Hallelujahs when he says he saved a wretch like me, I thought that's one of my favorite moments on the album. Yeah. Um, because really that one line is kind of the theme of this whole album. It's Kanye saying everything in my life, he's talked about this in interviews um, yeah. before this, um, I was chasing fame, I was chasing money, I was chasing glory, I was chasing the acclaim. I think his quote in a recent interview was... Um, I was trying to be God of the culture, but really the culture was my God. Yeah. Um, and so this album is him saying, I have come to Jesus. He saved a wretch like me and he is no longer living for the culture. He's right. nobody's slave. Um, he's living his life for Jesus, which I commend him on. I think yeah. this is something you do not see um, with any mainstream no. <laughs> artist. Anywhere, anywhere, yeah, artists, yeah, anywhere in the celebrity world. Yeah. Um, so it's really something unprecedented, mm-hmm. which I think makes this album even more, you have to really digest what's happening in it. Right, um, right. Context is, yeah, very important here. Yes. Um, if we want to talk about a few of what I thought were standouts on the album. Yeah. We might as well talk about Closed on Sunday. <laughs> we were saying a little bit before, this yes. is going to be a very polarizing song. Um. Definitely, the memes are flying for the song. <laughs> um, I was in Milledgeville this past weekend, and people were constantly going up to each other saying, "Hey, man, you're my number one." Yeah, with the lemonade. Oh, yeah. Um, so probably in a in an artist in Kanye West who every album has corny bars. Oh, this yeah. could be the corniest. I, I think are so. We, are we prepared to say that? This might be even more it's corny contem- than the Bleach line from yeah. Pablo. Like, because <laughs> it's... that was almost just so abrasive. It was like going for shock value. This right. is like, it's sung calmly. And it's yeah. just like... It's such a serious song uh-huh. that like... It's, and it's he loves so it. Out of, I know, that's what's so strange When about he's it. premiering it, he loves saying, this next song is closed on Sunday. Just like Chick Fil A, oh, and it's it's hard. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. In some discussions we had, we were hoping he was gonna change that line when yeah. we found out he was reworking some of the album. Yeah, um, think about it though. It's he's a 40 plus year old dad. He's the guy so that kind of lines up a little bit. He's in that age range now that like they unironically subscribe to Minions memes on Facebook, right? You know, so it's like, and it, it's like I'm 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 not happy with it but i'm not <laughs> shocked in the same sense yeah, yeah i guess we can't be surprised and i saw people saying they're like why are we shocked that this is a line he has um you left your fridge open somebody just took a sandwich <laughs> yeah that's a very serious song yeah. about his family yeah um so it just 
this to be like the chorus and the title of the song is just yes. like wow it's a lot something it's um, a lot but that that's second half though once you get to no more living for the culture we know body's slave and then you hear that repetitive oh it's so good new beat and then the last verse of that song he goes up an octave he's really like you can tell singing from his chest yeah um and those are some of the most powerful moments of the whole album um really up there with anywhere in his discography i mean there's yeah. a lot of passion being sung in that part um another song i really liked that i think i was obsessed with on a oh. absolutely unhealthy level <laughs> yes. leading up to this album <laughs> yes. was originally titled law of attraction parentheses chakras yes which yeah, is now there were like uh, yeah again we, we haven't we don't listen to leaks, you know, because that's, you know. I will admit I listened to one. <laughs> I, I overheard one. it uh, at, at a mutual uh, friend's place. I, was, I, was it was at a function. I called the authorities. I, I immediately called Pusha T to let him know that there was a leaked song in somebody's hands. And this song, as soon as I heard an unfinished version of Kanye saying different sounds and words. Put a stack on him, huh? And then talking about Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Woo, woo. I said, this could be the best song in his discography if finished. Yes. I was prepared for it. Um, obviously, now there's a Christian take on it. Uh-huh. Um, I stink, think it still works very well. Yeah. The production on it, I think, is even doing more. There's more of the background. Uh-huh. Um, which I love. Getting clips on this, incredible. Pusha yes. T and Malice bring it. And... We have a Kenny G sax Kenny solo. G on a Kanye West Kenny album. G. Which apparently I've been seeing um, in the lead up to this coming out um, that kind of the more mainstream media covering it was just laughing at the fact they're like, this is the dumb, like Kenny G on a Kanye. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be like, what <laughs> yeah. he's he's, this isn't a joke. There's no mistake. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful sax solo. Oh, yeah. We, you don't hear a sax solo on. On a hip hop any, record. <laughs> on any mainstream music no. from any ours. So I really like that one. Oh, yeah. And then God Is, uh, I think, is probably the most personal song on the album. Mm-hmm. It's the one I think that gives us the best look at what his entire mindset is. Um, and it's a it's one of the longer songs. Mm-hmm. Not a very long album. A lot of under three, 320 tracks. <sighs> Some under two, even. There's a handful under two. There are. Um, but this one, he's singing the whole time which i know he originally said when he was putting out this album he didn't even think he was going to rap yeah um he said that he didn't know how to rap christian and yeah thought he i mean could after sing. and um 15 years of yeah, <laughs> doing hip-hop he's like i wouldn't know how to do this which yeah. um but this song um kind of is an unconventional format there's no verse chorus first chorus right it kind of all just flows um, into each other and as it goes i think through. it works really well oh yeah um and it ends with an outro just saying that's what god is after that long yes just, um kind that of long carrying build, on yeah. yeah um and i think the concept of that was really cool oh yeah um definitely one of my favorites yeah easily one of my favorites uh it's funny you mentioned him not talking or saying that he doesn't know how to rap christian because i think on follow god that might be, I was saying earlier, one of the most perfectly executed examples of a Christian rap song. Oh, yeah. Like, his flow on there is so mm-hmm. smooth and so slick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
you almost don't even realize that you're listening to like a Christian song, which I I think it can be effective. Yeah, I his flow on that is some of the best I've heard in recent. Like, yeah, that's up there with anything. Especially, yeah. Um, the it's an incredible song. The yeah. production is insane. Yes, um, that was one of my favorite beats. Yeah. that he's done recently, and it just pains me that it's a minute forty. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I would have loved to have like a second verse on that, yeah. or even like a feature or something, just to mm-hmm. to flesh it out a little bit more. We do get a but... classic Kanye outro of him just kind of talking and then yelling. <laughs> yeah. I love the yell. Yeah. The yell. He does the yell ending on Chick Fil A yeah. or on Close on Sunday and on that. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one more than the Chick-fil-A yell. Absolutely. Uh, maybe my least favorite. I, whatever, the chorus, fine. I don't like him saying Chick-fil-A. It's like, so, we just get to bring it that, back to that for a minute. It's like, so you get past that first half and you're like, oh, okay, this is like a really incredible second half. And then it's like, Chick-fil-A! And it's yeah. like, well, come on. Like, <laughs> it just makes you shake your head. Yeah, oh. just putting a little meme at the end of a powerful song about... Hey, you find in your faith. The most beautiful <laughs> thoughts are always beside the darkest. A wise man once said it. Well, yeah, that was very, that was very well researched, very well, uh, well, very astute. And to talk about another like overarching thing mm-hmm. is kind of um, how it wasn't what we maybe were hoping for. I think yeah. um, I definitely go back to um, post Yandi cancellation. September 2018. Yes. Um, and then maybe even post Yandi cancellation round two, Black Friday uh-huh. 2018. Um, Tweeting out, you know, I'm not satisfied with where right. the project's um, at. I just will never forget being very mad and being very frustrated. Oh, yes. <laughs> but then he went uh, to TMZ, which he likes to do. <laughs> yes, in like, moments of crisis. Have, <laughs> you may have heard some headlines, but this is not that TMZ interview where he may have said something. He was sitting down with Harvey Levin, uh, host of TMZ, and Harvey said, um, so we hear you're going to Africa yes. um, to keep working on it, um, you know, bringing that up. And Kanye said, yes, we're going to Africa for at least two weeks to work on the album. And he said he had, you know, Yandi apparently recorded. He yep. had been playing it for several media outlets, but he said he realized that to him it wasn't on the level of some of his past work, specifically referencing Dark Twisted Fantasy and yep. Watch the Throne. And he yep. said he wanted to get back to making that kind of music mm-hmm. and another album on that level. This is also Kanye in his very ramped up bipolar... Potentially one of the most unstable he's been yes. since the end of the Pablo so, tour. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, which, very unstable times. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty brutal. Worrying times. Um, so... I, as soon as he said that, that quote has stuck with me since it was said of, okay, yeah. supposedly in his mind, he's wanting to return to form. Not even really return to form. It's just like, I'm going for... To escalate it yes, back up to like that level. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, as talked about on prior episodes, multiple episodes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but on prior episode, um, Pitchfork episode, yes. is a potential album of the decade. Mm-hmm. Probable album of the decade, definitely, if you don't have it in your top five. Who I will say, <laughs> if you're not having your top 10, then yeah, come we're, on pro- we're probably not going to get along. No. Um, but I thought, in my head, we're getting another 
huge, right? iconic hip-hop record. I remember us all being very excited as soon as we heard that. And we were like, okay, this is going to be worth the delays. Right. Like, we'll wait as long as we need because to if that's what we're going to get. Something else we all share in common is our Frank Ocean fandom. Yes. And <laughs> we're we no strangers say, to waiting. <laughs> we always say, if it's every four years for an album as good as Blonde, we'll wait every so four years. So be it, yeah. And so it was like, if he has... If he's wanting to cancel, and but his goal is we're making another My Beautiful Dark Toast of Fantasy, I was 100% in. Uh-huh. Um, this is not My Beautiful Dark Toast of Fantasy. No, There's no sugarcoating it. I was saying to Josh and, and Jay the other day, I was like, Runaway is like by itself a third of the runtime of this whole album yeah like it is it's just there's just a, a pretty drastic lack of content yeah and i know a lot of people started posting it uh, when they were first streaming the album they're like oh you know i was on kanye west page and the next song it played after it was like i wonder or it yeah. was devil in a new dress and it was like you hear this album and then you a song like that comes on and you're like wow yeah there's a stark contrast yeah but like Josh mentioned earlier, he's a family man, father of four, mm -hmm. husband in a very good, stable marriage, from what we can tell. Yeah. And that's not what you news will tell you, but... Yeah, uh, <laughs> as much as the mainstream media. Um, <laughs> the but, fake news media. Um, Kanye West is 42 years old, has made nine albums at this point, yeah. and does not owe us anything. He doesn't owe us... He's, any sort of album he's doing so much else he's besides very, music at a very different time of his life and someone once i saw someone yeah. online post this um i really liked it um they said he's done caring what people think about him and he's just going to be as creative as he can create what he sees that he is into in the moment if you like it you like it if you don't you don't you may not think it's great, but someone will. And right. I've seen a lot of people really connect with this album. Oh, yeah. That's like a, I think that's a quote from him and Jay-Z about art. It yeah. was like, um, their goal for art is to make something that makes you have a reaction. I don't know if it was yeah. them, but... Yeah, it's that's, like, that's a pretty famous like, kind of thing. It's like art is anything that makes you Like you don't react. want something where everyone's just like, oh, yeah. Right. Nice. If you get people talking about it, if you get... You want, you want people to it to be the favorite thing they've ever seen or heard and then you want people to hate it because yeah. that means that it's doing what the purpose of art that they see is okay it's yeah. to make you think about stuff make you talk about stuff yeah and yeah that's fair and someone pointed out too they said um that kanye sounds extremely at peace on this album mm -hmm. which even prior music especially yay kids see ghost was more of a reconciling and coming over his mental health struggles and kind yeah. of showing um that he's conquered that but still wasn't there's some dark moments on that record oh yeah um that is like even if maybe it's not in the current moment kanye has been in some dark places right and this album sounds very self-assured he's very satisfied with his life he's found um satisfaction peace and it's come through jesus it's come yeah. through the church you know People that kind of follow it, they'll be like, you know, they'll ask me knowing my Kanye West, you know, the Sunday service thing. So I was like, yeah, he's been doing it since the first week of January. Right. Every it's not week. a new We're, thing. This is not like, a, oh, I'm going to do this whole thing. He's been doing this every single week. And people will ask me, do you think this is legit? Do you think this is sincere? Like, or is this just him trying to win back people that he lost in comments he's made in yeah. whatever 
that people have been off the Kanye West. Train. If he was trying to win people over, I don't think this would be the route that I he don't would be think taking. so. But no. there was a lot of talk before the album of is Sunday service just like oh I'm doing gospel music and who can't get down with that and mm-hmm. you know look at me sit on piano chop up beats and be happy and we're all singing. I was like right. no. He's explained it for a while. He hadn't explained it. Literally, yeah, we were just seeing very private. We were seeing early on. Kim K Insta stories to get our glimpse of what was happening. Right. And I remember no one was talking about snippet where he was on the piano mm-hmm. and like there everybody's grooving out. That was like one of the first. Yeah, and that was like a couple weeks into it too. That and we would like all just that was like, yeah, yeah. Where he's vibing on the piano. It kind of took a bit to pick up on that. Like, oh, he's doing this every week. It right. looks like, and now it's like they're traveling performing places but yeah and then they kind of did talk about it and said that um it's what he is finding help within himself in. it's therapeutic for him Mm -hmm. uh people ask him you know are you trying to make a church and he's like i'm not labeling it anything we're getting together a group of worshipers and we're gonna sing to jesus we're gonna glorify him through music because that's what he does best right music and fashion right. um, <laughs> and some sneakers and yes. sustainable farming yes <laughs> yeah coming soon yeah the the ranching wyoming is gonna be a game changer with fabrics and uh, <laughs> the easy palettes yes. uh, is, is gonna be revolutionized um, but yeah i think it is legit it's coming from the heart there's no telling what state he will be in in two years from now right this right. could be literally the rest of his life he's made some comments that i didn't love when he said that he is done with his old music. Yeah. Um, he yeah. didn't say that he did. He says, you know, if you want to listen to it, it's there. Right. And he said a very interesting quote, which I was kind of like, okay, that makes sense. He goes, you can't go to an Apple store and buy an iPhone four. Yeah. They don't sell that anymore. That's not what they make. And Kanye's not making that music anymore, but that music exists. Right. It's there. You can, you can still it's get not it. gone. Yeah. yeah. iPhone four still happened, but they're not what's happening right now. Um, so yeah, that's an interesting take on it. And that. I was like, well, kind of fair point. I can't be mad at that. <laughs> yeah, can't you argue with that. <laughs> but I do want to hear Runaway Live again. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that is going to be probably the strangest thing is if he tours again, what will that look like? Yeah. Um, we kind of talked about yeah, that a little bit. I think it'll be like a, I mean, we watch a lot of his Sunday services on, he streams some of them now. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be pretty much like that. Yeah, I don't know what the setup would be like. Um, very probably in tune with the James Terrell setup. Yeah, I can imagine. So for the Kids He Goes performance, he just kind of ran through the whole album front to back. Mm-hmm. And they did like a couple fan favorites. I wouldn't be surprised if there is a tour for this, if it's something like that, where they run through yeah. mm-hmm. the whole album and then maybe do some Sunday service songs or mm-hmm. kind of like he was talking about, revise some of his old songs to fit yeah. the gospel Kind of that message. Version of Fade that they'll yeah. do. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, he can obviously do Ultralight Beam, Jesus right. Walks, right. songs like that. But I don't think we'll be getting, you know, blood on the leaves <laughs> so something tells I mean, me uh on site it's not gonna happen yeah. i don't think anything from yeezus would probably make the cut mm. yeah, that's <laughs> tough. yeah um yeah probably no father stretch my oh well they did they did father stretch yeah. my hands we can still get that okay uh-huh. okay that's there's totally yeah fun. they'd be like performing the samples rather than the songs themselves yeah. probably no fml yeah which is kind of sad yeah great song. um but you know well that's uh yeah, that was a very uh, very nuanced take 
on the yeah. on the album. Honestly, you, I can tell you've been thinking really it's hard. It's only been about out this. a couple days. I'm still processing. Like yeah. this one takes time to digest. Oh yes. And my other recommendation, as we talked about, is it sounds really good in the car compared oh, yeah. to headphones. Yeah. It's that you don't get the power of those yeah. gospel choirs from AirPods. Yeah. You know, you really need kind of a surround sound experience going for that. The hallelujahs hit different in the car. And those hallelujahs do it, hit. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I love those. Some people have been debating the old versus new say a lot. I think the new one, production-wise, is so much better. I yeah. agree. Uh, first one that, again, we haven't heard right. the first one. From but, what I've heard. Yeah. Um, the new ones, I love it. Yeah. Oh, those um, hallelujahs. I think it is. Because from what we've heard, there are versions of these songs that aren't Christian, mm-hmm. recorded for Yandi, and from what I have gathered some of those <laughs> were possibly better and i would love full versions of them yes but yeah there are a couple notable leaks that i would have liked to see on this sky city is yes one of them. there's some of them that can honestly fit yeah sky city i from what i've heard is uh yeah is pretty much fully clean it would just kind of need some finished verses that in 80 degrees yes. i think could fit which I'm I'm a little shocked that they weren't included, especially considering kind of how thirsty this album is for yes. more content. And then um, what I remember when the album was said to drop at midnight and did not drop at midnight, mm-hmm. Consequence tweeted, <laughs> "We're working on it. Y'all gonna thank me." And I my uh, my hope was we're getting eighty degrees. <laughs> That's why you know it's yeah. like when a uh, waves got yeah reworked chance wants me to put waves yes. on the album <laughs> hold on guys i'm a fix wolves i'm a fix wolves exactly classic but now we yeah. can live with the leaks yes i but not that we listen to them no. of course Don't do uh, but yeah so i we were kind of saying a little earlier so the album has already been tweaked a little bit in terms yes. of the mixing I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of get a full-on Pablo treatment later down the line, where maybe even a whole other song is added, yeah. or maybe like a verse is added to a different song or something like that. It would not shock me at all. It's a 27-minute album. It's quick. Or 37. How? 27. 27. Yeah, 27. But it hurts. It hurts after a year delay. So there's, that, there's room to add. Yes. <laughs> there's no bloats on this. Yeah. Like Pablo, for example, you could probably cut down the bottom four songs of Pablo, like the worst tracks on there. Yeah. And, and it would be maybe a better album. Yeah. I think you could add two or three tracks to Jesus yeah. is King and it would be a better yeah, album. Yeah, that's, yeah. You, I mean, obviously if he just added incredible songs then Life of Pablo could become even better. But right. it's not like Life of Pablo, you're like, this needs more. Yeah. Jesus is King, you can legitimately say this probably needs more. Exactly. Even just if the songs are longer, I feel like right. people have been kind of sharing this opinion is like, right when you are really like vibing with a song then we're just on to the next one absolutely and the cuts are kind of abrupt yeah um, we mentioned that a little bit even with the intro to every hour mm-hmm. um it just kind of starts almost mid-verse it sounds yeah. like like it's pretty the the transitions are pretty harsh mm-hmm. um and so it it almost seems like some of them could be demos like jesus is, is lord for example yeah. is 40 seconds long yeah it's essentially just an outro but um, in the IMAX movie, it was longer. Than there that. was like a two to three minute version of yeah. it on the end of that movie, which I'm, I'm. It makes me wonder why wasn't that included when it was fully mixed and mastered for the yeah. movie. So it's just a little confusing. I don't know. Um, but so, again, time will tell, I guess. Uh, I don't think out. this is the last we'll hear of the album. No, in terms I, of, I would honestly be very surprised. I yeah. just think he is in the mental state he's in. 
he's not going to be able to sit there and be like, I don't want to include more. I yeah. don't want to change that one little thing up. Right. They And the only thing is, he is probably the most unpredictable artist to ever follow. <laughs> exactly. Is he literally yeah. could be like, moved like the album's out now moving on to something else he's either he can still very much be like we're tweaking this yeah you know like there's still things to be done obviously since he kind of mi- missed the plan release because right. it was still being worked on right um, it's like kanye <laughs> you this album has been worked like yeah how's it not ready yeah um, gosh i'm just that's that's by far the most frustrating thing for me is i'm like if it is not ready yeah and it's not going to be ready do not tweet out a release date. Like, it is so frustrating. And one more thing sort of related to this yeah. to, small tangent to go on is that that just seems to be the way he operates now mm-hmm. of that if I'm, like, making an album, if it's kind of not going super fast, then whatever he's recording, say he's playing an album, he's recording it in March, but it's not really by, like, September – that stuff you record in March is probably no long. It, yeah. to him that's gone. It seems like he works in the moment. Mm-hmm. And by in the moment, we mean like a couple weeks span. Right, um, right. And anything older than that. Because, I mean, there's these, you know, obviously you can get on your different wave and say, you know, yeah. Life of Pablo was originally So Help Me God and Swish mm-hmm. and Waves and all this stuff. <laughs> Swish. But, I forgot about Swish. Yeah, that was, I think that was me for like a week. <laughs> it was literally, I think, probably a matter of days. Was, yes. was it Father John Misty that tweeted about it? He's like, bring back Swish or something. Oh yeah, he had he had Swish merch, I think, that Father John Misty <laughs> made. It <laughs> part of his tour that followed that. So it's like, you know, I get that I record stuff, but now as I'm really, really getting into the album that that stuff's no longer but yeah he just and that's ha- fine but yeah. it happens fast for he, Kanye. he has these tracks from that will come out from that sometimes will even like release mm-hmm. like all day was supposed to the, supposed to be the first single of that album yeah and it was just single yeah um but even songs that don't fully release but then you're like wait so are we gonna get the real version of this because right this is incredible but he's like nah he <laughs> yeah, i know exactly. one of the ones that Kanye fans always ask about is can you be and when he mm-hmm. did the listening party for yay that like some normal civilians got to go to and yeah. he was intermingling with them someone literally asked him are you releasing can you be and he said no <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh-huh. just like thank you we talk about this a lot where like if Kanye like when Kanye dies there is going to be a gold rush for that man's hard drives like there has got to be I mean even just from what we've seen from from what other people have seen yeah. from leaks, it's like there are a lot of just done finished tracks yeah. that are floating around out there. Or the other thing that's almost more frustrating is the um, finished production. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, this sounds Some of heavenly. Beats, yeah. How did you not record over this right. and I'm like, get a song? Just sell it like, to somebody. Like, like do anything with it like, at all. Don't just vault it. <laughs> and this is not my bias Kanye scene coming out. Yeah. I don't hear any other artist in hip hop that makes songs no. that sound the way Kanye makes a song sound. It's, yeah. it's just the most glorious. The production is just on another level. And it's like he has beats that he is not using, mm-hmm. that he's not even recording over, but maybe he did a little something with and said, and that would be the best sounding song in so many exactly. other artists catalog. And right. it's like, this would be the standout. If, you know, any other artist you heard this song, you'd be like, this sounds incredible. Yeah. And Kanye has them in his vault completely right. unused. If you have, if an artist is featured or 
you know, is produced by Kanye, they are immediately elevated to a different level. And yeah. I think that's especially the case with somebody like Pusha T, where yeah. I listen to some of Pusha's old albums and I'm like, oh, these are good and he has great bars. But then you hear Daytona and you're like, him on these beats is like a whole different level. And on uh, his like 2013 album, My Name Is My Name, uh -huh. some of the best tracks are the ones that you'll look into and you'll be like, wait. Kanye produced exactly. <laughs> he didn't yeah, produce exactly. the whole album, but there he did yeah. like four songs. You can you can immediately notice that yeah, the best tracks. numbers on the board. Yeah. It's the beat is unlike anything like that you hear, and you're like, whoa, this sounds super unique. This sounds right. super. I bet Kanye produces, and you do a sure quick, quick Google <laughs> produced Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yeah. So I'm. We'll, we'll see. In the the coming weeks will be yeah. pretty telling as to whether or not we're getting more from from this album, or yeah. whether it's going to be kind of an as is. Mm -hmm standalone uh, but i guess we can also talk about the sister film to uh jesus is king also titled jesus is king uh kanye's imax experience yes it's about a kanye west imax experience yes yeah. directed by remind me who it was was it nick something yes it Knight? was nick nick Knight. nick Knight. Yes. good poll john in the uh in the so, crater the the rodent crater. The rodent rodent crater, crater in arizona the james terrell art installation yes we, we have a very interesting story about the james terrell art yeah, installation so there was this older gentleman sitting in front of us um, with theater. his wife yes. yeah it was in the movie theater wearing a like nasa shirt with like a galaxy on it and a tweed jacket and like it's a big some sage. long white hair yeah a white beard you know he's very a wise old man thing. energy so, um rick rubin <laughs> yes rick it was. rubin energy <laughs> and he was like oh yeah are we guys here for um uh, the road and crater and we're like oh we're here for kanye but it's still gonna be cool to see you know and he's like oh i used to work on the crater with james terrell back in 1978 for, yeah and we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he just introduces himself to us. Oh, it was it was cool. It was very cool. Yeah, he was he talking was... about just all sorts of stuff. So do you know what he did? Like, so, just kind of helped. I think it was like it? a like a lot of manual labor help. Okay. Yeah. Was, was my impression that I got. He okay. didn't kind of get into specifics, but he said basically, him and his wife were taking some vacation out to Arizona, and they ended up. Uh, his wife met. Uh, James Terrell's harpist was that right? I think it was his wife. Who his wife harp. who played the harp. I think that was. What he um, and somehow they linked up, and they ended up like staying in Arizona for three years. I think yeah, he said three years uh, to help him work on this, and so they like helped him install windmills for like to generate electricity on the site, and like he uh, restored some stove for him, and like a bunch of just random stuff to help out on the project. But it was it was very interesting. <laughs> was, yeah. That was the thing in doing a little bit of research going into this film on the Rodent Crater, mm -hmm. which is kind of like the... I'd never heard... Have you ever heard of the Rodent Crater? No, I hadn't. Yeah. yeah and, before that. And it blew my mind that Terrell got this in the 70s. Yeah. It has been something... He's been working on a long time. For it's, 45 years. Yeah. And the still public the hasn't public. seen yeah. it. It and looks so cool. It, it does. It looks <laughs> it magnificent. Looks so cool. And uh, it's set to open in like 2020, 2020 I think. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like later than that. No, it's like 2025. Yeah. It was like, it's finally going to open. It's like, so an artist has been just working there for decades. Um, <laughs> kind of take some notes. And part of, well, yeah. Part of what um, is getting it to open is like the funding and Kanye West donated $10 million to it. <laughs> Uh, that'll help. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll that'll get a project kickstarted. Um, so that was, I mean, the movie seen something that the public is. I think they said like a couple media got to go, mm -hmm. and then one time to like help raise money for it. it. Sounds like for periods of time he just didn't have the money he was. 
yeah. wanting or needing to get things done yeah. that you could like auction off getting to go and people oh, donate really? like thousands of dollars. This was maybe in, even in like the nineties. Like wow. So it's not like this is just a but it was just one time they needed money. Yeah. And they said, Well, if you guys want to see this, you can <laughs> That's awesome. Pay us. Um so seeing something so exclusive and seeing that yeah, Kanye West cool. got the Sunday service access to yeah. do it all in there. Like acoustically awesome. and then the way that the light in like the building itself looks like mm -hmm. everything looks so smooth. Mm -hmm. Like especially those domes, like it yeah. looks like it's all just one, one piece. piece. Yeah. yeah, like it wasn't actually assembled. And the way it plays with the sky is so cool. Like how yeah. it kind of creates that canopy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, that, that was one thing I kept drawing my attention to in the movie was like how the time of day was changing because you could see yes. how right. the lighting in the crater dome room they were in would change yeah. based on that sky opening um, and kind of the colors. Uh, I know like later in the film, it was like some pretty darker blues and mm -hmm. earlier there there's that one shot i think for maybe a song plus of our boy jason white who jason white come on the pod because <laughs> i would love to talk to jason please white. he's the choir director of sunday service and yeah. this guy just brings it Soprano! He, I mean, he is like the, the star energy. of the show but there's a shot where I the camera that. is like under him yes under like his groin area honestly yeah. and you're watching him direct and then that sky oh, opening is above so him cool. and it stays there for probably i mean it's, it's like a, full a 30 minute song. film yeah. but that was probably like six minutes yeah of one shot and you're seeing clouds going by and kind I'm of like waving his arms and, yeah yeah oh, and it's, it's so cool he's kind of on the side of the frame and then the sky's in the center um mm -hmm. that was a really cool shot yeah it really plays with your perspective um yeah and the building helps with that a lot there's one scene that I think of about that staircase mm -hmm. where it looks like the staircase is going like into the dome, but it looks like like the staircase is just going straight up into the sky. Yeah. Like the way the perspective works is yeah. it's very cool. It's, it's it really looks hard. like you would fall just to like you start floating away yeah, as yeah. soon as you go to the top. But if, when you get to the top, it's like the top of this entire like facility is the ground. Right. It's all underneath the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's like a little tiny just entryway at the top with the stairs. Yeah. And then it's that hallway. The keyhole looking hallway. The keyhole. Yeah. yeah. I thought that and was that CGI the, the first time I, thought, yeah. I saw it. I was when, like, this isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> when it was that first like teaser got released and you mm -hmm. kind of saw the, you see the mm -hmm. poster and I was like, that looks like it's just like a, like a symbol or something mm -hmm. like a CGI symbol, but it's, that's just a, a hallway. Yeah. And it's, it looks very cool. I've never seen any building like that before. No, definitely not. It was trippy as i would say um the, <laughs> other, the other that's not very christ-like the, the youths <laughs> the other funny thing um is <laughs> there's like maybe a two to three minute shot on just a close-up of one of the singers faces I oh we loved that I yeah love that it's, so but much. it's like they didn't do that like through other singers it's like just her so uh -huh. she just gets a whole moment in the kanye west film yeah. of a I, I couldn't tight stop, on her face i couldn't stop smiling the whole time she was so just happy so good at yeah. projecting just like joy just pure i think joy. weren't they singing joy when yeah i think so <laughs> like like she was just even when she wasn't singing she was just like looked like it was yeah, the greatest moment of her life yeah i mean i would probably have the same expression exactly. if i was fully focused. i don't know if i could convey it as well <laughs> i'd yeah. be so nervous <laughs> i was gonna say if she knew that it was gonna be hey we're gonna have this camera yeah. on you and obviously they can edit however they want but right. if she knew in that moment we're filming just me sing for at least two, three minutes. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying you're getting like chest up or waist up. Right. Or like I mean, it your is face. tight on her yeah. face and you were just staring right at her in glorious IMAX. Yes. In all its glory. And you're just like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, you yeah. are bringing it today.
I mentioned to Josh that I think that movie was probably filmed right around the Coachella performance time because the cameras, the camera lenses are so similar with that mm-hmm. kind of circular look And it would to go it. in and out and get yeah. bigger and smaller. And at first I wasn't even picking up on it. And then it lines was, up with the, the circular, like with the dome ceilings, the dome ceiling, yeah. the, it's like the sky portal. Mm-hmm. And then also the way that he sets up all the Sunday services are yeah, usually in that a circle. circle. Yep. And then the Coachella one, it was like on top of a hill. Yeah. The Rodin Crater is basically like a volcanic hill. Yeah. It's a very cool motif. The way it's all the circles. Yeah. So consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you want to talk about kind of the thing that will stick with me is mm-hmm. the ending of the film. S- yeah. Plot spoilers incoming. <laughs> Smash that skip button if you don't want the Jesus is King <laughs> film with no plot. <laughs> that's just musical performances spoiled. musical performances with visual motifs yes. <laughs> there is some deer running that was pretty cool that was cool uh, the dandelions cool. also very nice <laughs> yeah that was funny um but the ending you know it's a sunday service movie um, right but then the room has kind of cleared out and it's jason piano player kanye and it was cuddy in there no it was no it was not there was cuddy. a guy who looked distinctly like and cuddy but yeah. i don't think it was him um and it's kanye singing streetlights which a song that I think every Kanye West fan adores, but not one he performs very much. No, um, it's not a main stay on the the stadium tour set list. Obviously, mm-hmm. he did the full 808s Hollywood. Bowl, oh, I would have loved to see that. Oh my God, <laughs> I could be it. Yeah, that and Watch the Throne tour would be. Oh. Um, I can't believe we were alive for the Watch the Throne tour and we weren't there. We were like just 13. I don't care. It's, it, there's no excuse. Like, Mother, take me to the <laughs> Watch the Throne Kanye West Jay-Z tour. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, he sings Streetlights in this. And like we kind of mentioned earlier, uh, it or seems um, to be at dusk. Tony Williams. That's his Tony name. Williams. <laughs> another legend. Oh, yes. Can you imagine being as cool as Tony Williams when you're older? No, I literally can't imagine <laughs> that that would ever be possible for me. <laughs> and and it's Kanye singing and kind of Jason and Tony are doing a little bit of backing or just kind of doing their own little yeah, different kind of melodies yeah, yeah, to the song. And that song, I would contend, is one of the most just beautiful songs in his entire oh, yeah. 15-year artistry. It's easily in my top five. It's, I love the... Songs. Like the different take on it, it was just like him start off with like him sweeping by himself singing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then everybody walked in and just started something about along, kind of how rarely he performs it, mm-hmm. um, and then seeing it done like that was really powerful. And mm-hmm. I was sitting there watching it, kind of reflecting on Kanye West's entire life and how this man was in a car accident, jaw wired shut. He was a producer told you will not rap you mm-hmm. are not a rapper you're a producer um signed to Rockefeller. his big brother jay-z put him under his wing he becomes on top of the world uh circa graduation is just at absolute peak of his powers went from college dropout to now i'm establishing the game to yep. now i rule it all then engagement ended mother passes away yeah absolute bottom of the barrel at his pits still making incredible music with 808s mm-hmm. and heartbreak then taylor swift incident i'm by the way this is i'm thinking all this while i'm watching him perform yeah. streetlights i'm thinking taylor swift incident absolute f kanye we're done yeah world turns on him he exiles himself gives us more great music and it's like this man 
has been through so much in his life and just thinking about his entire artistry and where he is and then watching him in this moment sing Streetlights, his yeah. probably most emotional song, just one of those that you you listen to that one in the car at night. That hits different. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting there thinking, wow, one, I love Kanye West. This is just <laughs> everything I have ever wanted. And then just thinking about everything he's been through and seeing him um, in this era um, where he's kind of come to Jesus and really seems to, as we mentioned earlier, found peace in his life. I think mm -hmm. it really, that kind of did it for me. It's like, you know, I can have my complaints over not getting law of attraction. I can yep. say that, you know, the storm might have been better with the XXX verse or whatever. <laughs> but Kanye seems very at peace right now. Yes. He seems very happy. And that's what I want for him. Yeah. Because we all know you don't even have to be a Kanye West fan or even into music to know that Kanye West has had a interesting couple of years. Yes. Um, and so there were times when he was being hospitalized and I was really worried about him mm -hmm. as a fan, as just another human being in the universe. Yeah. His wife got robbed at gunpoint in Paris. And I was like, this seems to be really taking its toll. Yeah. Um, every interview seemed sporadic. He was talking about being on meds, off meds and something about seeing that theater, watching him sing this song and then cut to one last shot of him with, we presume Psalm. Mm -hmm. um in his arms it's it was some yeah. yeah there was one article i was reading that was like with a baby in his arms that we assume was psalm west and i was like <laughs> why would you assume it's somebody else's baby sure it's confirmed it's psalm west yeah. i've seen enough photos of psalm west that it's psalm west josh is a big psalm stan i'm all about the kim kardashian baby updates on the insta on the twitter yes <laughs> i know all about them and then so just seeing those i was like you know what how can I complain about this anything? Yeah. He seems to be at a great point in his life um, after a rough couple of years. Yeah. Um, I think he would tell you that, and he has talked about that. Um, so that part of the movie, totally worth the price of admission for me, despite it being $20, 30 <laughs> minutes long. That full IMAX price. In, in my showing, because we did not go to the same showing, some <laughs> guy came in at like 7.20 thinking, oh, this is a movie. When I go to a 7 o'clock movie, it's yeah. previews through 7.25. We had a couple stragglers too. Yeah. And he is, his friends were making fun of him so much. They were like, <laughs> bro, you missed over half the movie. <laughs> oh, no. And paid 20 bucks for this. Um, but yeah, seeing that, I was just like, that was one of my favorite Kanye West moments. And yeah. I've been a fan for quite a long time. And I was like, that is going near the top of just favorite things I've seen Um experienced yeah and we watched the live broadcast of the famous video so we've had some great content that was <laughs> i was at my like, grandparents house do <laughs> <laughs> so you cast that on the tv oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they Grandma, a new Kanye video is coming. Let's watch <laughs> look it's donald trump and ray j and taylor swift <laughs> and anna wintour <laughs> and, oh man yeah that was that was a roller coaster but yeah. no i think i i would definitely agree with you i think that kind of last 10 minute stretch from streetlights to him singing uh use this gospel use this gospel mm -hmm. was just very and then very the, i didn't want to attend the extended jesus is lord outro yeah, yeah it's again it's just why didn't that make the album because i love sitting there and listening to that but we'll see we'll see if it does yeah and something you said earlier just brought me back to something directly in the album mm -hmm. talking about the coachella one of my 
favorite lines in the album is in um on god when he says uh i bleach my hair for every time i could have died yeah and thinking about his mental state and seeing the times when he would keep bleaching his hair it's mm-hmm. like dang yeah like that's a powerful line that you know every time he was bleaching his hair that was probably he talked about in an interview where he said yeah. uh he going out to Coachella like the whole plan was the purple and everything mm-hmm. and then he yeah. bleached his hair and didn't like it was like what am I doing <laughs> but it's done at this point I just have to do it yeah. and now I feel like he's a lot more content yeah yeah no I, I agree especially him sitting down with Zane for that interview he mm-hmm. seems very confident in the decisions that he's made and mm-hmm. he seems just very you know content with where he's at as opposed to somebody who like you said has always struggled to find peace whether it Mm -hmm. be from struggling with fame or you know scandal or um you know personal loss he seems to be incredibly satisfied with his life right now Mm -hmm. and uh i think it's it's about time kanye finally found some some peace as much as like a fan of him the musician and the Mm -hmm. artist it's like I think uh, he's at his best when there's some real animosity going on in his life, whether yeah. it's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy in the wake of the world turning on him, whether it's right. Jesus where he was just super angry at the fashion industry right. and him being blocked out of where he wanted to be with these fashion houses, which mm-hmm. is just a hilarious now that he had a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, Kanye, I really sympathize with you. Though, on that. It's like, yeah. he's already... Kind surpassed a lot surpassed of a lot of the yeah yeah big incredibly brands. ironic he he was saying yeah he has like the most searched brand worldwide mm-hmm. is the yeezy brand like and i mean so to, to be able to say company. that over like louis vuitton or over like calvin mm-hmm. klein is like that's crazy and he, and that's always been his thing is you're yeah. not gonna tell him i mean people yeah. think kanye you're just a rapper what are you doing in fashion mm-hmm. it's like he started off as kanye you're not a rapper you can't rap right. you're a producer right. and he proved that wrong now he's tenfold. Movies. nike was trying to tell him he couldn't design his own shoes right. so he nike. goes on to design the yeah. most popular shoe of like the 2010s yeah nike didn't want to give him creative control over actual like we're going to produce yeah. you know sure manufacture he own like shoes. pretty much brought adidas back on the board i feel like yeah. i feel like nike was just heavily dominant they yeah were, uh before before he partnered with, with Adidas. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But, yeah, well, that's it's been it's been a wild couple of weeks yeah, that, to be a Kanye fan. The other thing to note with the IMAX movie is I don't know, I had I think the last like IMAX movie I saw was Interstellar. Like Wow. Okay. I don't, know, I, I don't remember the last time I saw. It was probably Godzilla for us. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, because okay. we went to go see Godzilla yeah. IMAX. Then yes. And yeah. obviously you think IMAX a huge screen something. But the sound in that movie was oh, so yeah. good. Great. And obviously it's a movie centered on sound because you're listening to songs. Right. I was like, man, this is incredible just hearing these vocals and I oh, yeah. that, it's like I won't get that experience again. Right? Yeah. It's it's kinda sad. Yeah, that's a, it's like if they do a release of this movie for I mean you can have like surround sound speakers, yeah, but, but it's not, not gonna be IMAX good. Not an yeah. IMAX theater with a eighty foot screen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The, I can Another funny story from the movie that I texted them about as I was sitting there in the theater was this, you know, most people in there, I'd say aged um, high school to max like 30. And then this family walks in and daughter could not have been more than eight. (laughs) And she's with mom and dad and then brother who was maybe like 16 to 18. Then it's like, he's the one that Mm -hmm. probably wants to be there. But he's like, all right, fam, we're going to Jesus King. And... (laughs) Little, little Susie, you're gonna love. Uh, yeah, follow God and you're gonna use this gospel. Yep. yep. Uh, so that and they sat right next to me, and I 
should have talked to the little girl to get her thoughts on <laughs> so what'd you think yeah. <laughs> fun oh man yeah no that was certainly a very unique experience and yeah. i hope we do get like a home release of that because mm-hmm. i would love to even just have the audio of that mm-hmm. uh, yeah in cd quality um specifically street lights so that i can weep I myself say, to sleep every night again. and it adds to i know josh is a big lover rewatching the runaway film that's oh, true yes. now we would have another that's kanye true. west film we do to, love our, our kanye on, west visual experience YouTube. exactly yeah. the runaway oh, film true. is 35 minutes and it's on youtube this is yeah no. yeah i watched it probably 10 times oh yeah. gosh yeah that's that's definitely a favorite in our household we can, we are getting to a point where we're going to have a, a KCU, the Kanye Cinematic Universe. <laughs> and maybe two years from now, we're on the pod ranking our Kanye films. That's true. <laughs> on the Yeezy campus in Cody, Wyoming. Yeah. Exactly. When we speak quit it, our jobs. And speak move, it into existence, baby. Yes. We'll, we'll keep saying it. Eventually, it will become yeah. true. If we think ranking Kanye albums is hard, wait till we have to rank Kanye films. Oh, that's just a whole nother level. I already don't know. Runaway's one right now. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's got because I've seen it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Runaway's iconic. Well, it's also the best album of all time. Yes, that certainly helps. Hey, over time, Kanye albums age like a fine wine. That's true. So those, all those memes where it's like, uh, I've seen a bunch of them where it's uh, the woman from Doctor Strange, yeah. who's like, you're five years too early, and it's like when you like Jesus on his king on <laughs> oh, release <yeah>. day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's. It's happened several times. People hated Jesus on release. Now it's hailed as one of his best. People hated 808s on release. Now it's hailed as one of his best. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's kind of like clockwork at this point. But yeah. we'll see. I know Pablo especially, a ton of people changed their minds on yeah. that final version where they were like, wow, this is totally different from the initial release. I love it now that it's polished. Uh, I'm hoping the same thing happens with Jesus King, but yeah. at the same time, I won't be surprised. This one's just so different because it's literally a genre pivot of this yeah. is a christian it's a whole version. adventure like it's yeah. yeah and i think that there's always just going to be some people who have no yeah appeal to this they're yeah, not of they're never this is never going to be their thing yeah i was saying to tom earlier is something like a song like water where yeah. it's just it's almost like a prayer in song format mm-hmm. is probably going to turn a lot of people off yeah who aren't christian but there's still so much to appreciate on this album even if you aren't a christian per yeah se. i mean and i think the lines on 60 70 percent of this album pretty mm-hmm. simplistic yeah. it's pretty normal you know praise jesus bars yeah um with some great moments um like on hands-on and god is where you're getting a very personal look yeah i think hands-on extremely well done song oh, yeah. about you know where he is actually talking about what people are saying to him. Like, what are the Christians saying to you? Because they're going to be the ones to judge you. Yeah. Don't think that, you know, and that's a very real thing. So Mm -hmm. having that on the album, very cool. But yeah, this album, a lot of it is just like, I'm making worship music. I'm just wanting to praise my Lord Jesus, Mm -hmm. who I want to live in devotion to. And so for some people, that is not going to connect. Right. Um, Right. And it's never going to be something that's like, well, Kanye made a life-changing, you know, genre-defined album. Yeah. But the production is so good. Yep. It's still Kanye West music, which is some of the best music you can find. Exactly. Um, so just because this is a full and Jesus-ified album, um, yeah. I think that there's still great value in it. Um, Absolutely. If you're a Christian, there's great value in it. If you're a Kanye West fan, there's great value in it. And if you just like listening to great beats and production, yes. there's great value in it. Yeah. And if you like Chick-fil-A, 
<laughs> Especially if you like Chick Fil A. Yeah, there's some great value on the the meal. Yes, well. yes. Um, You're one, eating either way. Number ones with lemonade, like <laughs> they're never going to be looked at the same. They might as iconic out. as it comes, right? There. Yeah, I'm going to have to order my number ones in that cadence now. I'm going to yeah. go up to the drive-through and go, "Let me get a number one with, with the lemonade. lemonade," and they're going to go, "Sir, that's the third time I've heard this this afternoon. I'm going to need you to just keep moving." I don't think I'm going to be able to not do it. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, tough look for Popeyes. They'd already sold out of their stuff. But... <laughs> the Kanye West endorsement is known to completely revitalize yeah. brands. You're going to so. drive to Chick Fil A window. They're going to have a little printout piece of paper with comic sans yeah. on it says chicken sandwich back soon yeah it's the, what we're gonna see is jay-z is actually going to partner with popeyes about six months from now yeah and uh, <laughs> to, to, to revitalize the feud in a title partnership that won't make sense yeah exactly it'll be like the hamburger helper mixtape where yes. popeyes will release a mixtape but it's gonna be a title exclusive yeah. I, drake will probably get on that honestly <laughs> <laughs> drake drake's a known popeyes stand if it pays enough jake drake will be there oh, yeah. by far the best meme that has come out of this album cycle is in the Zane Lowe interview when Kanye West talked about Drake living four doors down from him yes. and how he sometimes walks by and sees of Drake's home. I don't know how yeah. much Kanye was joking on that one. Sounded a little weird, but uh -huh. he was talking about how he walks up and thinks, should I go in there? Should I go up and try to talk to him? Maybe not. Maybe he's in the studio. And then someone did the Joker meme. If you've seen <laughs> 2019 uh, Todd Phillips' movie, The Joker. Which you should have by now. Um, yes. And... It is a scene in there where Joker goes up to the Wayne Mansion and has little little Bruce <laughs> holding his face through the gates. And the meme was Kanye with the Donnas at the gates of Drake's house. <laughs> <laughs> Just incredible. Oh, I love it. Well, Avery, thank you for joining us today. It was, was a pleasure. An incredible deep dive that you've done. I can tell you've been thinking very hard about this. Yeah, well, what else? I mean, this is all there is to think about in that's, life right now. That's right? facts. That's, true. that's facts. Other than the new Frank Ocean, which we'll be touching on briefly uh, later on this, but perfect. We'll see. Maybe we'll have to have you back on for uh, for a potential. If there's Frank new release. Frank, if there's new Kanye, if there's the Kanye rework. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. The or, or Jesus is born in December. Uh, ten percent <laughs> chance. Ten percent <laughs> chance. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know. Kanye announced that there will be a Sunday service album coming out Christmas Day called Jesus is Born. Don't put any stock in that. Because... Literally, do not make any plans for that album. To no. Come out. Do not think Christmas. Gonna have that album to listen to. It... What else Zane Lowe, it was like he like mentioned it to Zane Lowe. Uh -huh. And Zane Lowe was like, Do you want to talk about that? And he's yeah. like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing it's something... album Jesus is Born coming out. I'm guessing it was Christmas something. Day. As they were, you know, together before the interview, yeah. Yeah. Kanye told Zane that, and then near, you know, they're an hour and a half in the interview, and Zane's like, "Hey, mm -hmm. you want to tell him what you told me earlier about?" <laughs> and Kanye's like, "No, <laughs> we can maybe move on from the premarital sex band." <laughs> <laughs> that, that had to be one of the funniest bits that came out of that. Oh, um, yeah, for anybody who didn't watch the interview, Kanye had asked people not to be having premarital sex while they worked on the album, um, which. People ran with and said, you know, but this is what, obviously this is a little different, but in the Dark Twisted Fantasy studio sessions, he said everyone had to wear suits. Yes. He said there could be no tweeting or no phone. He makes these rules for the vibe he wants to create. Uh -huh. So if he was wanting to create this Christian album and just all the energy around what was going in the album be... Yeah. I can see where his thought process was. It's <laughs> yes. hilarious. That he it's just the most Kanye that. thing I've ever heard of my entire life. Uh, what a cute guy. I, mean, oh, I love it. I love it. Well, Avery, again, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we'll be 
concluding the episode now with our, our little Discover Weekly segment. So we'll uh, we'll see you guys later. A lovely discussion with one Avery J. Falls, local Kanye West expert, uh, true aficionado, friend of the show. Friend of the show. But now it's time to to get back to the big three. It's Josh, myself, and Tom again. We're doing Discover Weekly after many weeks away from from our typical format a hiatus uh so josh i believe you're you're starting us off here that's correct well you see my track this week is an artist that i've visited in the past on the show oh, yes. um, in front of the show a man by the name of michael kiwanuka oh he's got an album coming out he november, can do no november 1st so it's right around probably right that's, when this uh, drops basically it's gonna be coming much. out yeah i'm excited for it well, I'm very excited for it. His singles that have come out have been very nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play one of them for you right here. This one's called You Ain't the Problem by Michael Kiwanuka. Kiwanuka. In the studio with us He's today. In the studio. Well, that was You Ain't the Problem by Michael Kiwanuka. You ain't the problem. Um, I love his sound. I love his voice. Yeah. And I'm excited for the album. Very like raw. Very, it's raw. It's got that, he's got a, he's got a retro vibe still. Yeah. He I put him in the same kind of camp as uh the Leon Bridges, Curtis Harding. Okay. Um yeah, I feel that. Who's the other guy? Yeah. Who's the other guy? Um he has the yellow Gibson SG. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> you know him by guitar. <laughs> uh, what's his name? It's going to bother me now. Hold up. We'll do a quick number crunch. Gary Clark Jr. Oh, how could you forget Gary Clark Jr.? Well, that's why I was mad at myself. Oh, my God. Okay, so I, Gary Clark Jr. is kind of in that group, too. But yeah. Kiwanuka is like, I mean, the production on that song is nice. There's mm-hmm. like, I love that beginning. Um, it's like that crowded room kind of sound. Yeah. And then just, but then the... The instrumentals come in above it oh, and those horns, clean. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Tom there likes it. it. Tom likes it. You ain't the problem. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so if you liked that, listen to his old album while you wait the one day until the new album comes out after yeah. this episode comes out. Uh, so, And if you're unfamiliar with Michael, you got no excuse not to look up that last yeah, album. Yeah, look up the last album and then... I hopefully will be streaming the new one a lot as well once it comes out. Oh, November yes. 1st. Yes. Michael paid us to say that, by the way. <laughs> we are sponsored by Michael Kiwanuka. All right, Tommy. <laughs> Tom just vibing out with his, with his Grateful Dead tapestry. <laughs> big, big dead head. He's a big dead head. Huge dead head. I don't know if I could name a single Grateful Dead song. Not even one? 
Like, I hate to be that guy because, you know, <laughs> people always clown. It's like, oh, I can wear whatever shirt I want. Even though I'm in my head, no idea. You, like, touch a gray, Uncle John's <laughs> band, none of those ring a bell. All I know is there's a Baskin, not Baskin Robbins, what's it, uh, Ben & Jerry's flavor <laughs> called Cherry Garcia. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's the important facts right there. You call yourself a TC head, Josh. <laughs> Look, I will say this is not my tapestry. It just happened to be here, and I liked how it looked. We might have to include a pick of the tapestry on the <laughs> <laughs> Tom's tapestry wall. Yeah, it's going to replace Tommy's vinyl wall. Tom's, Tommy's tapestry tap. wall. Tom's tap wall. <laughs> I love it. Uh, am I, I guess I'll, yeah. I'll be going next. Uh, we got a new John Mayer single, very exciting, very on brand for me and discover weekly. Um, it's called, it's called carry me away. And, um, it's a really good, it was released, uh, end of August and it was the perfect song to kind of close out the summer. Um, mm-hmm. summer is mentioned in the song. So, uh, let's just, you know, we'll, we'll take a listen to it and, uh, see what you think. I'm such a bore. I'm such a bummer. There must be more behind the summer. I want someone to make some trouble. Been way too safe inside my bubble. All right, that was Carry Me Away by John Mayer. It's only two minutes and 30 seconds. Pretty, uh, it's Some a quick Jesus one. Jesus King vibes. <laughs> uh, he's on there with him. Um, I, I think the song is great. Uh, and that's my unbiased opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. biased here. Uh, there's a few things I love. I love the use of piano in it. Um, I really like, there's a video that came out with the song where it shows him and kind of the process of him writing the song. And like, there's clips of him singing and his dogs like sitting right next to him and he's like trying to get out of me. He's like singing and like the dogs like trying to like, <laughs> like lick his face. And, um, what I really like about the song is, and the search for everything was kind of this way, but John is now making music that he really, really wants to make. And he's got the platform to do it. And, uh, I think that's really cool. And it shows um, a lot of growth for him just because he's no longer trying to do anything but what he wants to do. And right. uh, when he released the song, he kind of released it as like a love letter to just uh, his fans because he was like, you know, for a long time, I felt like I didn't really know uh, who I really was musically. And I felt like I was trying to fit into this box of, you know, what um, popular music wants. And uh i wrote this song as like a post-summer jam and that's all i really wanted it to be um and i'm i really do like it a lot i because i was kind of nervous i was like man what if i don't like it what if i you know um it wasn't really a possibility though uh but yeah really cool song i'm a big fan um and no one really knew it even came out i haven't heard a lot of people talk about it it under the radar i didn't know that it had come out until you mentioned it to us so Thought I'd bring it to light. Thought you guys might enjoy it. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Always enjoy some new John Mayer. That's a fact. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also rumored to have a new album coming out in 2020. So Oh, watch Good. out. We need it. There we, we go. We need it. Give it to us, John. <laughs> you know we need it. 
You know what I mean? Um, so I'm going to switch up here at the last second. I know I told you guys I was going to do one of the new Rex Orange County songs. Uh-oh. But I can't... I can't believe I didn't think of this. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the new Frank Ocean song. Oh, yeah. I did. I did yeah. think about it. Yeah. yeah, we got new Frank Ocean, baby. It's to, uh, to it's round out a, the it's year. An exciting time for us. DHL by Frank Ocean. Give you a listen right now. Josh, you sure you don't want to keep going with uh, your impersonation <laughs> no, no, no. of there? That was just the music was still playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is the latest and greatest from Frank Ocean. First we've heard from him in a hot minute. A cool two or three years? I want to say 2017 was his most recent release before this. And that was like singles. And that was, yeah, that was just the singles. The albums last came out in uh, no, 16, Moon River. Right? Moon River. Yeah, River I was going to say Moon River's 28. Okay, but like when, like February? Uh, let's see, February 14th. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was a cover. That wasn't even an original song. Still good, though. Oh, It's Frank's now. Still great, yeah. Um, but the Frank fans have been very thirsty since Blonde. Um, That's correct. And we're we're maybe eating next year. I think we'll we might see. be snacking a little bit. So there is kind of this fan theory, if you will, um, on the album art for DHL. There are 13 icons in the bottom uh, corner there, and they're all kind of different poses that he's done in different magazine shoots or you know promotional stuff or what have you. Uh, but there is a the pose that he's doing on the main part of the cover art is highlighted, like mm-hmm. it's almost like you're highlighting, you know, which track you're on. So we could potentially. And he's unless... been. I mean, I don't. I just. I just want to speak out real quick. Um, oh, go ahead, I speak out fell. Of I fell victim to Frank Ocean's online shop recently. <laughs> he put out a two like. I think they're like seven inch finals or something like that. They have yeah, like singles. They have two different songs that aren't DHL. Right. It's and then like, and Dear April. Yeah. And then at the backsides are both remixes, I think. Yes. And uh, I think we've heard the remixes. I don't know if we've heard yeah, the I don't know real I... songs yet. So that makes me think that the album is definitely a thing. You know, uh, one thing I would like to say for Frank fans is you guys, I think one of you sent the podcast, right? The, um, on spotify or did i find that on the sub it was both on the sub and then i think i sent it to you guys and it was like shh 
won't we won't expose uh, whoever this kind spirit is, but they have uploaded uh, oh, yeah. the remixes of Dear April and Kayendo yeah. under the guise of a, a podcast. Yes. There's also like I mean it's it's so it's all Frank. Like it's just and all it's a Frank bunch of like stuff. reworks of blonde tracks and yeah. stuff too. Like this different man, mixes and this man has so much backlog of like unreleased music it's criminal ridiculous <laughs> it's like, y'all, don't, y'all need that yeah but uh check it out dhl it's that dreamy kind of slow it's almost more of like he's doing kind of a rap thing as opposed to his singing it's like, like his, i like, it's like the his, rap his rap mm-hmm. simmons song kind of yeah, please don't touch my rap <laughs> <laughs> hold on step on my rap simmons yeah I, I mean i'm just happy to get anything from oh Frank i'll take and yeah give me something you know, surprise, I love it. <laughs> so, wow, I listened to it for like a, a week straight. Crazy. It was a huge reason why I was able to wait so long for Jesus is King. It's cause it I could, definitely I could helped, it you know, lessen the burden. Soften the blow quite, quite a bit. Um, but yeah, well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Do we have any closing thoughts about Jesus is King? Um, oh, Brad, did I tell you? I was at the, okay, so you know I went to the Ben Camino concert the other day? Yes. You know who was there? You know who I saw there? Who did you see there? Kanye West? You remember Joe? I don't... Don't do this. <laughs> no, mama! <laughs> don't do this. I knew right where he was headed. <laughs> he, said, he said, I don't... Don't do this. <laughs> I saw his eyes light up a little bit. I was like, oh, here we go. I got Isaiah. I got my little brother and I got Ben today with it. <laughs> I, I almost sent it in the group chat, but I didn't want to make you aware of it. <laughs> Thomas's triumphant return to feature picks <laughs> is a Joe Mama joke. Is his closeout incredible? Remember Very me, unbrand. <laughs> Don't forget. Remember um, me for this. Oh God! Well, this has been featured picks. Thanks for tuning in. As always. What, isn't that how our, our usual intro goes? Yeah, that sounds right. The social media. Uh, you can find us at Featured Picks on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you got some feed picks for us, send them our way. They might end up on the show. Um, yeah. Jesus is King out now. Stream it. Love it. Go to church. God loves God you. Bless. We love you. Sweet we'll dreams. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> the kisses on the way out. <laughs> Jesus is Lord